Welcome to Two Pete's in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Pete's in a Podcast. This is episode 26. And we are going to move into the next four podcasts being about a thing we see very commonly in practice, something that is important to understand, and that is constipation. I'm Dr. Simon Strawn, and with me is my colleague, Michael Platten. Hi, Mike. Hello, hello. I've actually had three children today with constipation. Really? Already. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's, let's understand first off then what we mean by constipation. Now, I think there's a tendency for people to try and go, constipation means when you haven't gone to the loo for so many days. I, I don't particularly like that. I much prefer using a very simple thing of, if you're passing hard stool, you're constipated. If you're passing soft stool in general, you're not constipated. Now, this is, why is this important? Well, in, we know that in breastfed babies, they can pass stool five, six, eight times a day. Or one in seven or seven in one. Yes, that's right. They can go between five, six, seven days and not pass stool. But what is important for those children is that is their rhythm. Mm. When that rhythm changes, there is a problem. So that's why I think it's important. I think the other important thing is that straining at stool, pressing and pressing and pressing in babies is completely normal. As long as what they're pooping out is soft. Mm. So this is a beautiful word. It's dyskesia. D-Y-S-C-H-E-Z-I-A. Dyskesia. And what it means is uncoordinated pooping. So they can squeeze their tummy. They kick their legs out straight, but then they tighten the valve at the bottom, their bum area, and they don't poo. For, and they can do this for 25 minutes before they pass stool. So, Mike, I'm going to hand it to you and say, I mean, are you... Are you okay with that kind of explanation that the focus here should be on the consistency of the stool rather than on the, the gaps between? Mm, and, and also just the rhythm or the normal. Uh, does it change from what your child normally yes, does? Yes. Yeah. So what is the normal routine? That's yeah. what we're yeah. Normal routine of your child. Because if it changes, then there's something going on. Yeah. So. And that's are, important because. Sorry to interrupt you. That's fine. But I see very often that once children are potty trained. And parents feel it that it's a bit awkward to be around or, or monitor the child's stooling. And very often at that age, the, the children summon the parents out of the bathroom yes. and leave me and to it. You kind, of, you kind of don't have a good feel of what's happening. Mm. So um, you may, in fact, kind of lose touch with what the normal rhythm is and then suddenly being faced with a child who's really blocked up and constipated. Mm. So I think it's... Not that you want to be stool gazing all the time, but I do think it's important just to be sure that your child is going every day and that what's coming out is soft. I just want to jump jump back. So what I normally say to my new new parents is that children have as much rhythm as a traffic accident in their abdomen. They contract, contract, contract like a long, like nice, smooth uh, movement, and then it just forgets to open up the intestine and the next contraction wave comes and it realizes that it's closed so it squeezes to try to open that blockage up and it opens up and they either fart poop or nothing yeah. and that's happening throughout the intestine for the at least the first three months peaks at six weeks and it's gone by three months that's a very long digress into painful stool but 
In terms of symptoms that we are looking at, we are obviously looking at hard stools that are difficult to pass, that are painful. And constipation in itself can cause stomach cramps. And that's because the intestines are, or the datums, are trying to squeeze this hard log of poop along the intestines to the, the bum where it's going to poop it out. Or the anus. Even vomiting, eh? Yeah. Bad to constipate children will vomit too sometimes mm. because of the constipation. Okay. We have also chatted about diarrhea in children with constipation. That's because that's what we call uh, overflow diarrhea. Because the stool is so hard, the there's a bit of backup behind that hard stool. And as the that peristalsis or that, that contraction of the intestine to squeeze the poop along comes, it pushes the water past the hard stool and then leaks out the the bottom and it can you can have accidents or you just have diarrhea another symptom of constipation is blood so this is blood that is coating on the outside of the stool normally and this is from tears in the anus or the, the ring where the poop comes out because as that massive hard poop that is very irregular in shape comes out it stretches it and it causes tears this brings up the next concept that we need to communicate and that is the cycle of constipation now if a child is having constipation the stool is hard they are trying to push the stool out it's going to cause pain or bleeding doesn't matter but it's going to cause pain so the next time no matter how old they are the next time that they're going to poop they're going to remember that the, the stool was painful and they're going to hold it in and as we chatted about in the previous uh, podcast with the dehydration when you're dehydrated, the, the body takes more water out. So the same with children with constipation. The longer the stool sits in the intestine, the more water gets taken out. That's a cycle. Pain, hard stool, keeping it in. Pain, hard stool, keeping it in. Yeah. We need to break that cycle. That's what we're going to talk about Absolutely. Later on. And And the, the other thing that we see commonly with constipation is the, the mum and dad or even the child would go, I don't feel it. Mm. I don't feel it. I don't feel when I need to. I've pooped in my pants. But I don't, I don't feel when I need to go. So why is that? And that's because when you're really constipated and the bottom end of your colon called your rectum right by your anus has filled up with stool, the rectum is normally a very sensitive little muscular sac, like a tube. The poop goes in and as it stretches it, it sends a message to your brain to go, oops, you need to go to the loo. And we can then go, okay, at my next convenience, I'll go. But if you have a child, like Michael just said, who's in the cycle of constipation, what is happening is the poop collects and collects and collects. And because they don't want to poop because they know it's going to be sore, that very sensitive muscular tube, which should be the rectum, starts to distend and distend and distend as the poop collects and collects and collects. And eventually it loses its sensitivity. So you end up with a really like flabby rectum full of poop. And the child literally can't feel it. All they know is that, oops, it's leaking out now because there's overflow diarrhea. And that's really, uh, that's really important to be able to identify and, and think about that when the child is saying, I don't feel it because people obviously are concerned that, oh my goodness, what's happened to the nervous supply and is there, but it's usually that overflow because of that amount of constipation. And it just needs a bit of retraining to get it back to being functional again. Right, and then moving on from there is that constipation can masquerade, masquerade, 
Constipation can masquerade as other symptoms or present with other symptoms. Mainly we, we're looking at the bladder because of the proximity to that or the, the urethra or the tube that runs from the bladder to outside. Constipation is a very common cause of bladder infections in children because all the structures are very, very close and very thin. So if there's constipation, you just get what you call translocation of bacteria and also it holds, uh, you, you can't empty your bladder. So the bladder just uh, has residual or extra urine at the end and just that sitting there can uh, cause an infection. So what happens with boys? You were just talking to me about it just before we started the podcast. So boys, if they are very constipated and it's um, irritating the bladder, they can get intense pain right at the tip of their wee, of their penis when they wee. Um, and that's all they have. And I've seen two children I can remember who presented like that. And I think generally also with constipation, you know, children, children generally can complain of tummy pain for various things, but ongoing tummy pain is a really good uh, clue to perhaps just pay attention to how often the child's going to the toilet. Is the child constipated? Because uh, that will help, will save a lot of heartache uh, and may help us to get to the resolution of the tummy pain quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. I think that's a good overview I think so too. Uh, of constipation. And we can now, in the next podcast, we will move on to why you get constipated. It may seem like a little bit of repetition, but I think it's uh, a good system that we have. unpack it a bit more. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So we'll unpack it a bit more. Um, so that's it. So... If your children have allowed you to, thank you for listening and see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At Two Pete in a Podcast. At Two Pete in a Podcast. TWO, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.